What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Now he's making room. He gets to the 50. He gets to midfield. He gets to the 40. What an athletic display by Trey Ford. He's magic. He is the magic man of the Canadian Football League right now. He's got a line to the net. He'll come in. The shot scores! home for great stories, local heroes, and everything you need on the Oilers and Elks. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Connor Bedard was uh, knocked out of the game by a big hit uh, today as Chicago takes on New Jersey. It has led to a very spirited affair. Brendan Smith with the hit, uh, he later had to fight Nick Felino. Blackhawks leading the Devils 2-1. That's at the start of the third period. Earls also early in the third, Hurricanes and Capitals are in a 2-2 tie. The Jets and the Ducks will play a little bit later on. If the Jets win, they're first in the entire league. Those are the three games tonight. The Oilers will play Ottawa tomorrow at Rogers Place. 6.30 face-off show here on 6.30. Chad game will start at 8. You'll hear from Sam Gagne in a couple of minutes. We'll have some observations on the Oilers' recent run of success. Though Gagne, even though he's ready to go, will not play tomorrow. Head coach Chris Knobloch has shown he uh, usually does not tinker with a winning lineup, so we probably won't see Gagne until, uh, well, maybe the upcoming three-game road trip or maybe even a little later than that. The news for the Edmonton Elks today, now the Elks have not uh, announced this themselves, but it has been reported uh, initially by uh, TSN's Farhan Lalja. You may have seen our own Dave Campbell post some things on social media last night as well. Quarterback Bethel Thompson, one year, uh, sorry, McLeod Bethel Thompson, I missed his first name. McLeod Bethel Thompson, one-year deal with the Elks that uh, could be worth around half a million dollars with incentives. He's 35 years of age. He was not in the CFL last season. He played in the USFL with the New Orleans Breakers. He led the league in passing yards. Uh, It's only a 10-game season. Of course, he was with the Argos last season, uh, the sorry, the season before last in 2022, and he quarterbacked them to the Grey Cup. Those you probably remember, he was hurt for the final five or six minutes of the game, and Chad Kelly came on and actually helped with the winning points. But McLeod Bethel-Thompson, a, uh, a very good quarterback, uh, a very good quarterback, five years with the Argos, 74 games, over 13,000 passing yards, 70 touchdowns, 49 picks. Um, so, he would be the starter. And if the question you're asking is, what does that mean for Trey Ford? Well, that's a very good question. Um, it would mean Ford's the backup uh, unless he, uh, I suppose, outplays Bethel Thompson or Bethel Thompson gets hurt, or perhaps uh, Trey Ford is going to go elsewhere. I don't. I mean, he is under contract for another year. Uh, I, I don't think they want to get rid of Trey Ford unless Trey Ford says, well, wait a minute, I don't like this situation. Perhaps uh, I want to go somewhere else. Maybe I'll ask to go somewhere else. I'm just speculating here. Uh, but that's what's going on with the Elks at quarterback. And uh, we'll talk about this with Morley Scott in a few minutes. But this is an interesting sign. He, he's a good quarterback. He, he's a good, and Taylor Cornelius, obviously, and again, nothing official yet, but he would be released as part of this part of this process. So um, that's what we're looking at. Is is this fair to Trey Ford? It isn't. 
uh, is this probably going to disappoint people who want to see Trey Ford turned loose and play an entire season? He only played half the season last year. Yes, it is. Uh, will McLeod Bethel Thompson likely be good? I think so. He's he's 35. Uh, I don't think that's washed up anymore for a quarterback. He still was playing well as a 33-year-old in the CFL, and he obviously did well as a 34-year-old pro last year in the USFL. Chris Jones and the Elks spent a lot of money on receivers. I, I know Dunbar was released a couple days ago, but they still got uh, Geno Lewis and uh, Kyron Moore and some other guys, uh, and they want to get them the ball. Now, again, is this fair that perhaps Trey Ford won't be the guy who gets the chance to do that? Eh, well, no, not really. Uh, I think you also have to factor into this. Chris Jones is two years into a four-year contract, uh, and the team has been bad. As much as it was more exciting the second half of this season, and they did go 4-5 and five over their final nine games, it was still back-to-back 4-14 four and 14 seasons. And even with the penalty for uh, firing coaches the coaches cap and all that kind of stuff I would think if Chris Jones has another poor season he would not get year four of that deal so I I think this is uh, him going out and saying I got to get a quarterback who um, I I know what he's going to do now again I hear all of you we know what Trey Ford's going to do Chris Jones turn him loose call the right place for him totally fair comment Um, I was now, we'll see what happens into camp. There, I, I would think there would still be a bit of a competition that if Ford plays well enough, but if you're signing McLeod Bethel-Thompson and you're giving him that much money, again, around half a million dollars with incentives, you're projecting him as the starter on opening day. So just some thoughts there. Uh, happy to hear from you on this or anything else you want to talk about on this wonderful Friday evening. 780-496-0063 is the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. You can email the show, inside sports at 630Ched.com. So the Oilers have gone 14-3 and in their last 17 games. You probably remember they started the year 3-9-1 and and fired their coach. Uh, I, I know one thing that former players, former coaches, current players, current coaches, former and current managers have told me over the years from time to time. They say, Reed, it's never as bad as it seems. And Reed, it's never as good as it seems. <laughs> and, uh, and that's something I always try to remember when a team is going through a really good spell or a really tough spell. Sometimes there's very little separation between a winning team and a losing team. But right now, the Oilers are on the happy side of the ledger. Here's Sam Gagne. It's a, it's a very fine line at this level. Um, you know, I think you know, we have uh, pretty much the same roster that we had early in the year. And, um, you know, we're just uh, we're finding ways to lose games uh, early. And now we're finding ways to win. And uh, it's, um, it's a lot of fun to be a part of a team like that. Um, but you have to, to continue, continue to stay on it, I think. You know, it's important to, um, you know, always look at ways to improve your game, uh, even when you're rolling. Um, you know, we we still have things we can get better at, and, uh, you know, that's uh, got to be the focus. Well, Sam Gagne has been through it. He's been on good teams. He's been on bad teams, and he's uh, he knows what it's like to live on either side of that line. And even though he's been hurt here for the last few games, he's been enjoying uh, seeing the Oilers get on the right side of it more often than not. Gagne says he's fine. Uh, got uh, a couple 
mocks to the head before the Christmas break, had concussion-like symptoms, so he's been sitting out uh, just kind of to make sure he's been feeling good. He says he's ready to go. However, he will not play tomorrow. Chris Knobloch said, no, not going to put him in yet. Uh, we've seen with Knobloch, he doesn't really want to tinker uh, with a winning lineup. So Gagne, the plan is to remain out tomorrow. I also asked Gagne today, uh, you know, not just winning, you're consistently out shooting and out chancing opponents. How come? Yeah, I, I think we've doing, been doing that a lot um, all year, really. Um, you know, I think we have a good team, and uh, I think we're, um, you know, we're we're a team that uh, knows what we can do when we have the puck, and uh, we have the guys that can go get it back. Well, and that's been a big thing for the Oilers is getting the puck back in the offensive zone. We've talked a ton about Nugent Hopkins, Hyman, and McDavid keeping plays alive, keeping the forecheck going, recovering pucks, stealing pucks when it looks like the other team is going to clear it. And they're not the only line doing it. McLeod, Fogel, Dreisaitl has turned into a pretty nice trio. Knobloch, the head coach of the team, comments on why they're working. I think a lot of it uh, speed. Um, you know, we talked about getting on the forecheck, but that's that's part of it. I think a lot of it is they're just able to make plays, and a lot of it is you know they're feeling confident. Um, they're not being careless with the puck, um, and you know they're reading off each other. And I think anytime there's chemistry within a line, it's often it's three guys working together, not letting one guy do all the work, or maybe two guys. All three of them are. Um, having their responsibilities, whether it's defensively or just moving their feet. And, um, you know, after you get three guys working well, it's just ultimately now you just have to make some plays. And I don't think confidence is an issue right now with the way things have been going for them, but we'll um, hopefully it continues. All right, a little bit there from Chris Knobloch. Well, uh, Ryan McLeod had this to say about playing with Dreisaitl. I mean, he's always been, uh, you know, pushing on me and Fogey to just uh, go out there and, and try to make as many plays as we can. And, and I think we've been doing a pretty good job of that. There's, uh, you know, been a little, couple times where he's been uh, giving us some good tips and it's been uh, really beneficial to our line. So hopefully we can keep rolling. All right, so that is Ryan McLeod, and the Oilers will try to keep rolling tomorrow night against the Ottawa Senators, who have just four wins in their last 14 games. Uh, yeah, just uh, being told here that the guaranteed money for McLeod Bethel Thompson around $450,000 with incentives perhaps up to 500000 as he's uh, again nothing announced by the team yet but being uh, reported by Farhan Lalji that uh, he is the Elks new quarterback we'll dive into that with Morley Scott when we get back to Inside Sports on Chet With threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Hope you're having a wonderful Friday night. Oil Kings in action tonight. They are taking on Kelowna in Kelowna. Man, Oil Kings 4-0-1 so far 
five games into this seven-game road trip. We had Mark Lejoie from the team on last night. Alberta Golden Bears taking on Trinity Western in men's hockey at uh, Claire Drake Arena. I'll try to get an update on uh, that one for you in the next half hour of the show. Morley Scott is the play-by-play voice for the Edmonton Elks here on 630. Chad Morley, how are you doing? Good, Reed. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, the Elks uh, been busy this week. I mean, they've made a f- couple signings. Cole Nelson today released a couple of players. And now, and, and as I've been saying, still nothing official from the team, but it's kind of been out there for a while with uh, Farhan Lalji and, and you and Dave have uh, <laughs> talked about elements of it as well. Looks like McLeod Bethel Thompson, MBT, is joining the ELKS. Yes, uh, McLeod John Balthasar Bethel Thompson is his full name. So oh, wow. uh, I think I think we can go with uh, MBT uh, for now. But yeah, that's that's the word. As you said, nothing official from the team, uh, but uh, word is he's agreed to a uh, nice, lucrative one-year contract uh, with the Elks. So uh, a, a big move, a bold move, bold move by the team to bring in a, a pretty experienced quarterback and a guy who's got a couple of great cup rings. If indeed it all plays out like it appears it's going to. All right, and uh, obviously that would be uh, goodbye to Taylor Cornelius. And then what does this mean for Trey? Because Trey Ford has a year left on his current deal, does he not? He does, yeah, he does. So is this, uh, and I mean, I've already heard from some fans who are like, this sucks for for Trey, or or, or I want to watch Trey, I don't want to watch MBT. What does this mean for Trey Ford? That's an excellent question. What it does, it depends on how Trey Ford, I guess, accepts uh, the signing and, and what his what his attitude is going in. He's going to be mad because, you know, he's been kind of got the starter's role last year and everybody expected him to become the starter and be the starter at the start of this year. I know the Elks were planning to market around him in, in the offseason, uh, but that obviously changes with the signing of, uh, of Bethel Thompson when it happens. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Bethel Thompson, it, it, it'd, it'd be good for... Ford to have a veteran voice around to help him uh, learn the ropes a little bit because Ford's got to get better. He had, he burst onto the scenery last year. There's no doubt about that. But I think as we went deeper into the season and God, especially the last three or four games, defenses were figuring him out. Defensive coordinators were figuring out how to play him and his effectiveness wasn't there and the Elks did not win games. And I think that's maybe part of what they read into it. Trey Ford's got great upside. He's, he's a tremendous athlete and we, he, he brought us to our feet many times last year to the edge of edge of your seat, the edge of your couch, whatever the case may be. Uh, and and I, there's no doubt about that, but he's got to get better in, in some areas of the game. And maybe this will give him a year to learn. Uh, and I think, too, maybe in the back of uh, the mind of Elks management is, will he re-sign with us after next year? Does he want to play in Edmonton? Does he want to go home and play closer, closer to Niagara Falls, where he's from and where he lives in the offseason? So, there's lots of thinking going into it, but it's unfortunate for Trey Ford for sure. And I, I've read a lot of comments. A lot of fans don't like the move just because they want to see Trey become the quarterback of the future. Maybe he still is that for the Edmonton Elks, but if they do sign McLeod Bethel Thompson, that's on hold for at least a year. Yeah, and I guess those, those are the two sides of it. The 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 If you want to look at it optimistically, Ford has another year to percolate. McLeod Bethel Thompson is an experienced quarterback. I, I mean, I don't think 35 is old anymore for quarterbacks. And then maybe Ford takes the reins in 2025. 
but yes, the pessimistic side is yeah. what if MBT doesn't perform and Ford is kind of like, what's going on here? Does Chris Jones and these does this, this, this organization believe in me? And then maybe they both are gone in 2025. So that, that's both sides of the coin. I don't know obviously what's going to happen, but I but I understand why there might be fan sentiment either way. Does this this question might irritate you because I know you got asked it all the time? But does this lend into the narrative and maybe it's a false narrative? that Chris Jones has his doubt about Trey Ford? Because we even had these debates. Did he even draft them as a quarterback when he drafted him? Did he want him as a special use type player? Or is that or is that narrative old in your mind? Uh, I, I think it's old. I think Trey proved last year that he can play in the CFL. And I think uh, Chris Jones, you know, if he didn't trust him, he wouldn't keep going back to him, right? I mean, and he, and he kept going back to him. And he did his job by playing well and winning. And even when he faltered at the end of the year, he kept with him and he kept him in. So I think yeah, that's important. And I remember talking to Chris Jones before the, the, the final game of the season. And maybe it was two games in, too. I'm not, I can't remember quite when they were officially eliminated from playoff contention. But I know at least going into the final game, uh, talking to Chris Jones about uh, how he was going to manage the roster and if everybody was going to play. And he did stress to me that Trey Ford was going to play the full game because he needs reps, because he's got to develop and he's got to become and he's got to get better. So if he wanted to have a look at Jared Dagey or if he wanted to give Cornelius more time, then he would have put him in uh, either one of those guys into those games. But he gave Trey Ford the full load for those games after the Elks were eliminated uh, one or two games. So I, I believe I believe he still believes that Trey Ford can 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 do things and you know he drafted him and has had great things to say about uh him as a as a player as a person as a quarterback as an athlete uh and and I think he still believes in him but this team has to win and it has to win right now and maybe McLeod Bethel Thompson with his experience and and you know he's got a lot of wins under his belt he played for a great cup championship team took them to first place in 2022 in Toronto would have been the winning quarterback uh, if he hadn't got injured late in the game Chad Kelly ended up coming in and getting the winning touchdown uh, or the winning touchdown drive for the Argos and uh, but McLeod Bethel Thompson's been there I mean he's got the 69 percent completion rate in the Canadian Football League he's thrown 70 touchdowns in, in, in his time, 61 of them in the last three years. The one full year he's had as a starter in the CFL, threw for 4,700 yards. Uh, he had 23 touchdowns and led the Canadian Football League in yards passing, uh, completing 67, almost 67% of his passes. So he can play. He led the USFL in passing last year, uh, just 10 games. Uh, he had 2,430-plus yards uh, to finish first in the USFL in passing yards. So he can sling the football. And with the receiving core the Elks have, they'll be better because of that. Uh, and, and I mean, it's, it's not a knock to me. This isn't a knock on Trey Ford. This is just an opportunity to make the Elks better right now, which is what they need uh, more than anything for uh, Chris Jones's future, for the franchise's future, for a lot of, uh, a lot of what's going on. It's been a disastrous three years with only 11 wins in the last three years, this franchise needs to win now. And I think that they believe McLeod Bethel Thompson gives them a better chance to win now uh, at quarterback. Maybe not in 25, 26, and 27. That might be Trey Ford's time. But right now, I think they believe it's McLeod Bethel Thompson. I wonder how much of this is... uh, um... Well, I mean, I guess everything is a message to your team. I, I'm just saying you, you, they p- spent a lot of money on receivers, and the first eight games of the season they had a quarterback whose confidence was completely shattered with a play caller who eventually got fired, and you had receivers who were like, when are we going to get the ball? And then you start playing better, but you had receivers saying, well, we get the ball if the quarterback doesn't run. 
and now yeah. you're saying, okay, this guy's going to tr- give you a chance to catch the ball. Yeah, uh, he's a you know uh, Trey Ford. It, it's not it's not a kind thing to say about a quarterback. And a lot of times he became a run first guy, and and that's where he that's you know that's where he made his money, right? That's where he became so uh, such a good player by running the football. Great, but you got receivers, and and McLeod Bethel Thompson will be a uh, will be a uh, pass first guy. There's no doubt about that. Uh, he's shown that his entire CFL career, and when he's played played elsewhere, that that he's a pass first guy, and he's an accurate pass first guy, as I said completing almost 70% of his passes throughout his uh, CFL career. All right. Well, uh, it has not been a dull week here for the green and gold. I guess we await the uh, official announcement and some comments. So, are they? Is this the week they're out of town with the league meetings? Uh, yeah, next week. They're, in, next, uh, they're okay. in Nashville next week. Uh, I know Chris Jones will be speaking on Monday uh, from the meetings in Nashville, so we'll maybe get uh, something more at that point. Uh, and, and I'm sure they'll, if they're going to, if it's done, they'll put a release out, I would assume, uh, early Monday morning or maybe on the weekend so that Chris Jones can address it when he has his media availabil- uh, availability from Nashville on Monday. So, yeah, they're, they're all meeting there. Everybody's down there, and it, it'll probably become official. You're right. Well, it has been a busy week. I mean, with the Stephen Dunbar Jr. being released, Aaron Grimes being released, they signed Cole Nelson, and of course, all sitting in the background is everybody waiting for this committee to make their decision and an announcement about the ownership structure and how they want to move forward with it. So lots going on with the double E. Okay. Morley, thanks for checking in on your Friday evening, man. Love having you on the show. No sweat. Anytime, Reed. Good to talk to you as always. All right. So that's Morley Scott, play-by-play voice for the Elks. And, uh, yeah, again, the report. And we appear just to be waiting for the team to make it official. McLeod Bethel-Thompson, a one-year deal with the Elks to be their starting quarterback. All right. We'll update the uh, NHL games. And we got a really cool conversation coming up with an athlete from Bruderheim, Alberta. Now one of the stars in the Professional Women's Hockey League. Emirates Mashmeyer is going to join me when we get back.